This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone and welcome back to Unqualified. This episode's a little bit different for nobody else except for me because I never record these like early in the morning, but I am this morning. It's 9.05 a.m. and I woke up and just sort of felt inspired to record, so I'm going to. So this is going to be like a coffee talk. Definitely won't be as high energy as maybe some of my podcasts are because I'm literally like five sips into my coffee so there'll probably be some sips of coffee like right now ready let's sip coffee together here we go okay (laughs) coffee has been sipped so basically I just want to talk on this podcast a little bit about well I guess I'll just get into it um So, long story short, I spent the weekend alone, and bet I got you guys with my YouTube title, because (laughs) I, like, don't do clickbait that much, but I did clickbait with that, and it was funny reading your comments, but I got kind of scared, because I was like, I don't want people to actually think we broke up. Like, the joke was that, like, you get scared by the title, and then you click on the video, and you, like, you know we didn't break up. Like, obviously, she just, like, literally was away for the weekend. But I got a couple messages (laughs) that were like, oh, I'm so sorry about you and Avery, like, here if you need me. Or, like, I saw something that was like, I'm so sad you and Avery broke up, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, we didn't actually. I don't know. It was just funny. So I'm like, should I post, like, a picture that, like, shows we didn't break up? But then I'm like, no, like, they can watch the video or they'll just, like, pick up on it once they see that, like, we still post with each other and, like, live together. So, yeah. No, we definitely did not break up. I was just using that as, like, a clickbait title. But it worked. I did get a lot of you, so yeah um anyways (laughs) so yeah Avery went home to Texas to see her family um 
this past weekend. Hold on, I'm gonna do a coffee sip again. Done. <laughs> okay. So yeah, Avery went home to see her family in Texas and I could have gone, like I was fully invited, but I just decided for a few reasons to stay back. One reason was because the main reason Avery was going was to work on this car that she's fixing up with her dad. She just bought this really cool car um, that is like an antique and she's fixing it up with her dad. And so she was going to be doing that for like a couple of the days of the weekend and to be honest, like I do love to participate in things that Avery likes to do, but I honestly don't have any interest in fixing up a car. It's like not on my list of things I want to try. So, um, I was like, well, I'm not just going to like sit around the house or just like watch you guys fix a car, you know, like, yeah. So I was like, well, I don't really want to go and do that. And I didn't want her to like feel like she couldn't be working on the car all day because I wasn't helping, you know, like, I would be bored, but that's not her problem. Like she's working on the car. But another reason I decided not to go is because I wanted her to have family time uninterrupted. So like since we've started dating, we really haven't seen our families without. I just heard a noise that scared me. I don't know what that was. I'm pretending I didn't hear that. But um, we haven't really been with our families without the other person. We have a couple times, um, like last year for Christmas. And I feel like there was one other time. Oh, no, I'm thinking about when she went to Pennsylvania. Okay, so there's only been one time. <laughs> okay, coffee sip time. Um, and I don't know if that's, like, good. I mean, it's not that, like, when I'm there... I like prohibit family time like when when we go and visit our families we're like with our families we're not like really off doing our own thing most of the time so yeah like it's it's not an issue that I'm always there but I just wanted her to have that family time and I know she wanted that family time as well and like her family and I are pretty close and like I love them and they love me and it's not like they can't like be with her when I'm around but it's still different you know like for like 20 years of her life it was just her and now all of a sudden there's like this other person that's always with her and no matter how much they love me I'm sure they miss having just her and I get that because I remember when my sister started like having long-term relationships and she always had her significant other with her it's like I don't want them there like I want you here like I don't want you and them doesn't mean I don't love them but I want you you know like you're my sister and like she's their daughter and so I just wanted her to have that family time and I know she did too and she's like she had a great time so I'm glad that she went um and then another reason I decided to stay back was because I wanted to be alone and that is something that I often neglect, mostly out of fear. And I sort of explained this in a vlog. It's not even fear of being alone in like an emotional sense. Like, of course I missed her, but it wasn't that that was the issue. It's that I am so paranoid 
like I'm so afraid to be alone for safety reasons. Like I live in a very safe apartment complex. Hold on, coffee sip. Okay. I live in a very safe apartment complex. It's ha- it's gated. It has like three doors you have to get into before you can just like walk up to my door. My door is locked. I have an extra lock on my door. I have a security camera. Like I'm safe within my apartment and yet I'm so afraid. (laughs) I did it to myself because ever since I was a kid, I've been like obsessed with true crime, like true crime podcasts and shows and all that. And so I feel like I've heard every single horror story in the book. Like if you give me a name of a person that got murdered, I'll like tell you the story. Like I've heard them all. I know every awful story. And I I just like it gets in my head when I'm alone. And like I go out and like I'm afraid to get human trafficked when I'm like out at the mall by myself or walking to my car. Like it's a constant fear when I'm alone and I'm like laughing, but it's also like kind of concerning because no, it's not to the extreme that it like prohibits my life, but it definitely just like causes this unneeded anxiety whenever I'm alone. Like I'll be sitting somewhere and I'm safe. Like there's people around, it's daylight, but I see like one person that's like giving me weird vibes and kind of like staring at me. And they're probably just a creepy man that's staring at a girl, right? They're probably just being gross. But in my head, I'm like, oh my God, they're like, analyzing me and they're waiting to see what I do next and they've been following me and it's like this it's not paranoia but it's like I just get so paranoid and yeah it just scares me and the thought of sleeping alone in an apartment all by myself terrified me and so that's why I decided to stay back because I needed to face that fear because like life happens right I'm not always going to have someone sleeping in a house with me, especially like when I get a little bit older and I have kids, like I'm going to need to be okay to like be at home at night with just my kids and feel safe, you know, like that's like a life skill you need to just face. And so I kind of threw myself into it. Coffee sip time kind of threw myself into just being here alone and facing that fear. It's weird because I actually slept here alone once right when we moved here. And um, yeah, Avery went on a trip and I was here for a night alone because my mom was here and then she left. So I was only here for, I think, one night. But we had literally just moved here. Like we didn't even have our bed set up. I'm pretty sure we were still, I was still sleeping on an air mattress. Um, And it was less scary and I don't know why, but the only thing I can think of is because like I wasn't as scared at that time about sleeping alone because we had just moved there. And so in my head, I was like, unless it's like a random thing, someone just happens to come in here like no one's going to know that I'm here because we just moved, if that makes sense. But this time around, in my head, I'm like, if anyone knows where I live and wants to hurt me, like, I'm here vulnerable in my apartment. And, 
like this is stupid but my reasoning was like if they follow me often like if they know who I am and they like stalked me or maybe they stalked me via social media and like they see that Avery's gone which we really tried to not post like that we were apart for safety reasons but like she did post a few things like with her family and I didn't so like if someone like assumed that we were apart and they wanted to like come and hurt me and they knew where I lived like they could just come in and they knew I was alone I don't know these are like the things that were in my head but yeah basically I was terrified but I did it like the whole weekend I was like pretty much okay I was actually surprised by how like not scared I was hold on coffee sip yeah I was pretty scared about I mean I was pretty happy with how not scared I was because I really felt like I'd be like crippled with how afraid I was at night like I thought I'd be like in bed like paralyzed like I can't move because I was so scared but it really wasn't like that granted I did sleep with like all the lights on except for in my bedroom so like my porch light was on so it was like bringing some light into my room and then like I left the whole living room kitchen area lights on and the bathroom light on I just shut my doors to my bedroom so my bedroom was dark enough for me to sleep but like the rest of the apartment was light which like like would not stop a murderer but helped my fears I don't know just like the fact that it wasn't all dark just like made me feel better and so that really helped. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's what I did. It really wasn't too bad, but one night, the, the last night, actually, I couldn't sleep. I don't really know why, but I just wasn't able to fall asleep. And so I took a melatonin and I don't know if anyone can relate, but melatonin gives me like really crazy dreams and normally they're pretty scary. But this time around, I took a melatonin and I was starting to fall asleep and I like wasn't fully asleep, but I wasn't fully awake. What was that noise? I keep getting scared. Okay, anyways, I'm like talking about how I'm not afraid and it's literally 9am and I keep hearing noises that scare me. Anyways, um, so yeah, I... Um, took a melatonin I was like half asleep half awake and (laughs) I started to have these like really intrusive scary thoughts and they like weren't dreams they were more just thoughts and like I was awake it was like borderline lucid dreaming but not that extreme but I was like laying in bed and I started to have all these like terrifying thoughts that I couldn't stop but like there's a there's a man behind you like he's he's behind you right now like all this scary stuff and yeah it was just like torture and I could not sleep because I was so scared and then I was scared because like as I was falling asleep I'm like oh my god if I fall asleep and have a nightmare I'm gonna wake up so scared and be all alone (laughs) okay hold on coffee sip um but yeah that was my uh melatonin horror story Oh my God, Avery just texted me. She's at the dentist right now. Did I mention that? And she has two cavities. Anyways, <laughs> random, but yeah. She went to, I didn't even say that, but I, um, she had a really early dentist appointment. So that's where she's at right now. So I woke up and I was like in a really cuddly, cozy mood. And so I didn't want to get out of bed. And, but I wanted to like be productive instead of just sit in bed. So 
I was like, I'll record my podcast. Did I mention I'm literally sitting in bed? Like, what? I'm literally sitting in bed. I never do that. I'm always like up when I record my podcast. But anyways, yeah. So being alone, I'm so, so glad I did it because I did a lot of things that like I wouldn't normally have done. Like, okay, a stupid example is I went shopping one day and I went to the mall and a lot of times I like will find something in a store, but if I'm like with someone, I'm like, ugh, I don't want to try it on. It's fine. I don't need it. And I just won't get it. Even though like I wanted that shirt and I liked it, but I just don't want to like be annoying and try something on or whatever. It's like not that deep. And this time around when I was alone, I would like try everything I thought I liked on because I had no one that was like waiting on me while I tried stuff on. So I just tried like everything I liked on and I didn't even end up getting that many things. I got two things, but it was just like nice to just like do my own thing while shopping and not feel like I'm like annoying someone or like holding someone back. And I'm not even talking specifically about Avery. Like, yes, I go shopping with her all the time because like we're together all the time, but like, I just mean friends too. Like whenever I go shopping with friends, like I don't feel like trying stuff on cause I don't want to like be annoying and hold people back, you know? Okay. Hold on. Taking a sip of coffee. But yeah, so I got to like try everything on. It was really nice. And I forgot how much I liked um, shopping alone. I used to do that all the time. I don't, I talked about this in my vlog, I think. But when I was younger, you guys, I was always, always alone. Like I would go to coffee shops alone. I'd go shopping alone. Like I was always alone. I would like choose to be alone. Um, But yeah, so I just remembered my like my love for shopping alone so that was good to know about myself and I also forgot how much I love to work I keep hearing stuff you guys what the heck I'm gonna ignore it um I I'm scared (laughs) I keep hearing noises okay it's 9 a.m no one's here okay um I also remembered how much I like to work in coffee shops. Like I get so much done and I forgot that because I just like, I don't have the same amount of schoolwork as I used to. Online school is just like different. Like you just don't have the same like volume of work as you do with like in-person college. So I just like haven't been to a coffee shop to work, but I am so productive when I sit down at a coffee shop and it just like puts me in a good mood. It's like a good hardworking vibe what the heck is that noise? Okay. I'm so confused. Anyways, um, this whole video, I mean, this whole podcast is me like, I'm not scared to be alone anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, post that. It's like, no, clearly you're so scared. I'm working on it. Um, but anyways, now there's people doing work outside. So what was I even talking about? Oh yeah. I like working in coffee shop. And what else did I realize about myself? I don't even know. It was just like really awakening, just comforting being with myself. And this is like sort of sad, but it was nice to feel alone or it was nice to feel lonely and actually be alone because I feel like I often feel lonely while I'm with people who I love and who love me. And it's like really eerie because it's like, why do I feel so alone right now? 
I have these people that love me. And so it was sort of nice to feel alone for a reason. And yeah, it it really was nice. I didn't feel as lonely as I thought. Like, yeah, it was just really comforting. And overall, I'm just like really, really glad I had that opportunity. Okay, coffee break. Um, yeah, I'm so glad that I did that this weekend and I feel like I'm also just like rejuvenated, like relationship wise, just all my best behavior. Like I, I don't know. I feel like I'm just able to love more after having time apart. And I think this is a good learning lesson for us, but also for other couples out there. Like Time apart is good and we know that and we do have time apart. Like oftentimes we go to different gyms or I'll go run errands and she stays back or, but it's normally pretty short, like short amounts of time, couple hours tops. And I think having a little bit longer of time apart is important. So I think I learned from this, like, okay, if I want to do something And she doesn't instead of just being like, okay, well, whatever, I can do it another day, which I often do because I like her company. I'll just be like, you know what? I'm going to go like, I'm going to go do it on my own because that's good for us. Like, and it's, it's weird because we did already know that. And I didn't feel like I wasn't giving myself enough alone time, but I guess maybe I wasn't. So yeah, just a learning lesson. And for any other couples, like if you aren't sure if you have enough alone time, maybe you don't. And this isn't even for couples that are like constantly getting on each other's nerves and fighting because we aren't like that. But like we're happy, but we could also still benefit from more time apart. Do you know what I mean? Of course, we live together. So like we're always together. But I just think I just really want everyone to take time for themselves because it's so important for yourself and for a relationship and just for like bettering you and your relationship and just your life in general. I think alone time is super duper important, but yeah, that's my little spiel on that. But anyways, I am so excited because we move in less than a week. It's the 25th right now. We move on the 1st. And I'm so excited. I know I've talked about this a lot. I'm like hyping it up to no end because, oh my gosh, I'm just so excited to start over. And no, you most definitely cannot blame your external surroundings for your internal feelings, but they are a factor in how you feel. So no, you can't expect like a new apartment or a new city to fix you, but it can help you. And it's also an amazing time to start new habits because you put yourself in this new location and you can also start new routines and new normals and new just new beginnings and I think that's really awesome so this this apartment we live in now and I know I've talked about this before but I just want to talk about it more because I'm excited (laughs) hold on coffee break so yeah this place we live in now When we found this place, you guys, we loved it. It was like unreal to us that we were able to afford this place on our own because it was the first time like we were paying for a place, you know. Um, But actually, let me be transparent. I think I've mentioned this before, but when we first moved in, I actually couldn't afford this place. 
Um, I was using student loans. Shortly after we moved in, I was able to afford it. But um, just a fun fact, because I feel like it seems like every influencer like has everything and it's like, that's no fair. Like, why is no one else a struggling college student? I definitely was a struggling college student. And even though I'm not necessarily struggling right now, I do still have a lot of debt. So I'm right there with you. Um, but anyways, yeah, just being transparent. When we first moved here, I used my loans. Um, whatever. That's besides the point. I just like, like being honest with you guys and like making you like remember that I'm very much normal and very much like in your same place. But okay. So, um, we moved in here and we like could not believe that we could live here and just wait, I actually want to say the reason I'm using my loans though, was because I, I anticipated that I was going to be able to pay it soon, pay the rent soon, whatever. Anyways, um, I, yeah, we could not believe that we lived here and like there was two pools and like the neighborhood was beautiful or like the complex was beautiful and like we I thought the kitchen was like so nice it was the nicest kitchen I ever had and we were just like this place is awesome like we're gonna be able to call this place home we had a balcony like it just felt awesome and life happens right and we for a few reasons feel like we outgrew this place not physically but mentally so first things first is this is a one bedroom and so that means that our bedroom is an office and a filming space and our bedroom and also where we take pictures and our living room is our living room, but also a filming room and also a office and the kitchen. Is, you know, it's like everything is for everything and there's no separation. And so no matter where you go in the house, it's work and it's cluttered because this place is big in the wrong ways like it's a lot of just like space but not purposeful space and so just things are everywhere no organization it's just like a lot and we just feel like there's not enough separation here like we can't have our bedroom that is like calm sleepy energy and a nice like relaxing like sensation within our bedroom because it's also our office and it's also where I film my videos and so it just kind of I don't talk much about this and I think it's become slightly cliche but I do like I do think a lot about energy and just everything like that I really don't want to get into it because I really think it's become a cliche and also Sometimes it's, um, well, I don't want to get there, but sometimes I worry that it's sort of, uh, warping religious values and I never want to go there. So, um, yeah, I'm, I just like keep it within my, my own brain and I don't want to like preach how I view certain things that are like borderline religious because I don't want to like sway someone else or also like undermine a religion. But anyways, um, yeah, I just wish that our bedroom had like a calm, sleepy, relaxing flow to it. But instead, it's not. It's not only that because it's so multi-purpose. Um, so I think when we have the two-bedroom, we'll be so much better off just 
having that office space because they're using the second bedroom as an office, like having that office space to, to work and to film and to take photos. And that's not to say like, I'll never take a photo anywhere else, but, or never film anywhere else, but it's just going to be nice to have that separation. Like put all my filming stuff in there, put all of my recording stuff in there, put all of the arts and crafts that Avery does for her TikToks in there. Like just separate work. Like that is where we go when we work. And that is like, that's that, you know, hold on coffee break. And also I feel like because life happens where you live begins to have this like undertone of whatever happened in the last year or however long you've lived there. So like, okay, let's put it this way. So my dorm room at my old school in New Hampshire, it was a dorm room, right? Like I had a single within a suite. So I had a bunch of roommates, but I had a single. And during that time in my life, it wasn't a full year because COVID happened. So we moved out early. But during that time in my life that I lived there, I got out of a relationship, a a decently long-term relationship. And so I was like, really growing within myself and I was like casually dating um and just like was really happy with myself and um was like like just you know doing my thing hanging out with friends like I said casually dating I was I started TikTok and it was just like a really cool exciting time in my life like when I went to playlist and met Avery I, I still lived at my dorm like this was all during that time and when I look back I loved living there and when I lived there I loved living there it was literally a dorm in New Hampshire I didn't like New Hampshire but my dorm itself was comforting to me and it's because when I lived there I had really awesome things happening to me and it was just really great energy within that my my room right and just good things good energy happy energy so that dorm room is like a really positive memory in my brain and that room always gave me really good vibes so this place I mean it does it gives me great vibes I'm probably gonna cry when we move out but like things happened in my life this past year that really affected me and caused this place to feel a little bit more dark and sad. I really struggled with mental health this past year for a number of reasons, but because of that, this place has sort of become like my dungeon of depression. Like I just feel like this place is heavy within me. And I don't know if it's the darkness in here. I've talked about how it's like very dark within this apartment and I, yeah, I just mental health wise have had a pretty bad year. Um, the stress of social media and always having people telling me what to do and what not to do and that this is okay and that's not okay and judging everything I do, not only like comments online, but people that I work with and just feel, I feel like I always have so many eyes on me and so many people telling me what to do and it's hard to like be happy when you feel like you're a puppet Um, and that's sort of how I've felt this past year. And so I I don't know. It's like, I'm sort of growing out of that and trying to like move on from that feeling. And I do until I like come back home 
and then I feel heavy again. Like I'll go out and I feel great. And as soon as I come back home, it's like so heavy. And I think also, um, you guys know like what happened with my dad this past year and like he's okay now, but the memory is still there. And guys, it's so weird. I don't know why, but that's like this really intense packed in trauma for lack of better words within my brain. Like he's alive and he's doing like well, at least physically, but like it's in my head hurts as bad as if I lost him. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like a really heavy thing within myself. I keep using that word, but hold on. Coffee break. <laughs> um, but yeah, I keep using the word heavy, but that's like what it is. Like, I don't know. And that didn't happen. Like I didn't he- hear the news that he, he was sick when I was in this apartment. I was actually like luckily at home and close to him, but it still happened while I lived here, if that makes sense. So I just, I don't know. I just like a lot has happened while I lived here, even if it didn't happen like within this apartment. And it's just time to turn a new page, you know, like I, this place just reminds me of a lot of kind of hard times within my life. And I really want to grow and move on. And so I think changing my location will really help. So no, I don't expect it to, to fix me, but I really genuinely feel like once I change locations, the growth that I'm starting to feel within myself will flourish in a new location. It has more room to spread. Like my, my me as a flower can grow new roots and grow in new ways. And I just really am excited to start a new chapter of my life and I'm so happy that Avery and I are able to afford this place on our own for reals this time our new place and this place is a dream (laughs) like even more than this current place like now I'm like I can't believe we can afford this place like uh, and we're not 100% sure but I'm pretty positive that the sun will set outside our kitchen and living room windows and bedroom windows like all of our windows actually because we face like where the sunset where the sun sets and it's just so cozy in there and warm and it's it's small and quaint but has space in the right places like storage and separation of rooms and I'm just so excited and the neighborhood is like where I spend all my days. Anyways, I literally drive up there every day for like things I do, like my favorite restaurants, my favorite coffee, my favorite shopping, my favorite beaches. They're all right there. And I'm going to be living right there in the center of it. Like I'm just like setting myself up for success. And do I expect to be like happy and that all my mental illness will be cured? Absolutely the freak not. I'm not going to set the expectation for myself, but what I am doing is putting myself in the optimal location, like the best location for myself at the moment. The spot that physically, like location-wise, will bring me the most happiness, that's where I'm planting myself. And then from there, it's up to me to grow and expand. And I think I've been doing an amazing job lately. I, like I said, spent the weekend alone 
I went to a yoga class and oh my god wait I need to talk about that for a second because I've been to a lot of yoga classes before and nothing has been as healing and validating as that was so basically it was um on the it was on the day of the full moon and so the whole class was sort of centered around the full moon which I don't want to get this wrong but like this is just what I remember so don't like take everything I say like and think it's 100% true because this is just like what I remember so I could be remembering it wrong but I think the yoga instructor said that the moon is a feminine symbol and so the whole class was sort of centered around a flow that was very feminine so like hip opening um like yoga poses and those are can be really healing for women for a number of different reasons um but just that's just like an example of like how it was like kind of structured as a very feminine flow um and just that in and of itself was really healing and just like connecting with myself with my feminine energy and then the whole class was filmed with uh filled with only women so just like being in this small space with other women and other really powerful women because there was a couple other yoga instructors and there was an energy worker and it just felt like a really safe healing place and um there was just like a lot of stuff that was said within the class that was just like really resonating with me and like just was really just healing like I keep saying that but it was so healing and something that this yoga instructor did that I've never experienced and she asked us first so she wasn't just like going and doing this without permission but she asked she had us all close our eyes and raise our hands if we weren't okay with being touched and I don't know if anyone raised their hand actually she said no one did so but I was comfortable with her touching me so what that meant was in yoga poses let's go with when we were in shavasana which is like when you lay down on your back she came and she like touched our knees and our our calves and she sort of just like rubbed down our legs to our feet and sort of just like held our toes and then like gently let go of her hands and another time I forget what pose we were in it might have been child's pose but I can't remember but she just like placed a hand on our back and I think it was our back maybe it was our head I think it was our back and just it was a very gentle touch both times it was sort of like it gave me like a mom vibe like a motherly touch and it was so comforting you guys I was like whoa like it felt like I was like being like like filled with this loving energy and it was the coolest thing like literally someone just placed their hands on me and it felt so healing and so comforting and then after class we talked about just we kind of just sat there and the yoga instructor told us her story and um sort of like her trauma that helped her get to where she is and yes I said helped her because it kind of her healing from her trauma guided her to where she is now and a couple other people sort of talked about things that they were experiencing and it was just so amazing. I really love to listen to people. Um, and so sitting there just listening to people and what they were feeling was like amazing to me. 
And yeah, that experience was just like incredible. So I definitely, I want to go back to that specific yoga instructor, but just in general, I really want to, um, continue to go to yoga. That's like something else that I'm doing for myself to help become the best me I can be, the happiest me I can be. And in addition to that is meeting new people. So still with yoga, it was actually at this local jewelry store that I go to often because their stuff is so cute. And there's this one girl that works there and I always see her when I go in, but we don't like know each other because like she's a worker and I'm just like a a shopper. So like it's never like been a connection, but she was there at the yoga class. She wasn't taking it, but she was there. And so then when I went in, I actually went in yesterday and she sort of remembered me because I was at the yoga class and she's seen me around and we like kind of talked a little bit more and I feel like that's like a new connection I have and that's like a friendship that I could grow because she's like super cool. She seems around my age. Like I, um, I think we have a lot in common. Like I feel like that's like a, a friendship that I could grow, but organically, I really enjoy that. It's like an organic thing in my life. Like I met her through going into that store and we have mutual interests and just stuff like that. Like it was really cool. And I feel like that's like a friendship that could grow if I put in the effort, like I know she goes to a lot of yoga classes. So if I'm at yoga and she's there, I could be like, Hey, like what's up and sit next to her, you know, like that kind of thing. Just like making friends, making an effort to make friends. And also Avery and I recently hung out with this couple, um, another lesbian couple. We love to see it who live nearby. Um, and they're awesome. We went rock climbing with them and they were so freaking fun. We love them. And I, like, like I said, I've just been making an effort to make friends to help grow and become a better person because having friends is super duper important, at least for me. Hold on. Coffee break. I'm almost done with my coffee. How are, how are you guys doing with your coffee? Let's <laughs> see if you can answer. Mine's getting cold. I need to hurry up and finish it. Um, but yeah, so I've just been making an effort to make friends and I've been very strategic with how I want to decorate my new space. Again, I want to reiterate your physical location is not going to make a difference in like, like you got to heal yourself. It's not, you can't leave it up to your like location. You can't leave it up to your new move or whatever, but it helps. It does help. And so with getting the decorations and the furniture for this new place, I really wanted it to like everything I bought. I wanted it to spark joy. I didn't want to buy it because I saw it on Pinterest. I didn't want to buy it because it's trendy. I wanted to buy it because it sparked joy. And yes, some pieces are um, trendy and a little bit Pinteresty because like some things that spark joy are things I'm like, Oh my God, that's so cute. Like, that is so trendy. I need that. But it sparks joy. I'm not like, mm, I'm going to get this like big fig leaf plant because it's trendy, but not because it sparks joy. Like anything I bought, I'm like, I love that. I need that in my space. And I'm just, like I said, being strategic. And I was in a place this move where Avery and I were able to sort of spend a little bit extra money to get what we really want instead of like buying a cheap piece of furniture that we don't actually really want, but it like fills the space and it was cheap. Like this time around, we were in a place where we were like, okay, let's get something that we love, even if it's like a little bit more than we kind of want to spend because we can spend it and spending it will be worthwhile because I'm a huge believer. Like your, your physical space does have an impact on you 
like I said, no, it's not everything, but it has a big impact on you and your surroundings do. And I think having things that make you happy within your space is so important. Anyways, yeah, I've just been really strategic with how I want to decorate this new place and how I want to organize it. And yeah, I've just been doing a lot of research about energy wise, how things should be. And yeah, I'm just super excited to just be and grow within my new apartment and living in a new city. And yeah, I've also started therapy, which is like so helpful obviously um I just I've only had one session I have another session tomorrow actually but I don't know you guys like you need to go to therapy like if you're pushing it off please just go and I I understand it's a financial thing for a lot of people which is so frustrating guys when I was looking for a therapist, it was like impossible to find one that took my insurance. And I'm lucky enough to even have insurance. And I have it and I can't even find anyone. So I can't even imagine how hard it is if you don't have insurance and you can't cover like what it would be to do it without insurance. I actually ended up getting an amazing, amazing apprentice therapist who is giving me a very discounted rate. Like an intense discounted rate. I got so lucky because I just simply couldn't afford to pay like $200 a session. Like that's unreal. And that's like what some places are charging. And I feel like no one takes insurance or if you don't have insurance, it's like impossible to afford. How are we supposed to like, how is that a helpful resource if no one can afford it? It's just ridiculous to me. Like, can people please, for the love of God, make mental health more accessible like why is it impossible to find a freaking therapist that you can afford come on like this is like a basic human need I'm like getting heated right now like why can I go well I guess I have insurance but okay I have insurance right so how come I can go to the doctors and pay a small copay and my insurance covers the rest but I can't go to a mental health professional that's still just as important as my physical well-being. Why is it so much less accessible? I just don't get it. And it's so frustrating because that is a need. Like mental health professionals are just as important and just as needed as a doctor. That's just my opinion, but I think it's how everyone should feel. This is our mental well-being, which affects our physical well-being. So can we like snap out of it and fix that issue? Like, this is mental health we're talking about. We're not, like, playing around. We're not just sad. People seriously need help. And it's so unaccessible. It is ridiculous. But anyways, <laughs> I'm so heated. But, yeah, anyways, um, what happened? Where did I get there? Basically, I started therapy, and it's so important, and I really encourage you to do so if you can. Real quick, I'm going to close this off soon, but I just want to put this out there because... I think a lot of you have probably heard of BetterHelp and I honestly have been like begging for a sponsorship with them because I uh, obviously like I'm a psychology major. I thought I wanted to be a therapist and I just you guys heard like I'm super passionate about mental health and just everything like that. So I thought BetterHelp would be a perfect sponsorship and 
like it, it would align perfectly with me and my brand and it's something that I would have been proud to support and also bring an extra income for myself until <laughs> I signed up for BetterHelp because I was so low I needed a therapist immediately and I couldn't find one locally because they're all so expensive and I was like whatever if I'm gonna pay all this money anyways I'm gonna get better help so that I can just do it easily and quickly and I got a therapist because it matches you like right away and then I we we had a session scheduled and my therapist completely ghosted me like didn't show up to our session didn't answer me nothing so I was like really discouraged because like, thank God I wasn't on my last straw, first of all, because a lot of people depend on their therapy sessions to keep them going. So luckily I was in a place where I was able to keep going after being ghosted by the one person that's supposed to be there for you when you have a scheduled session. Um, so anyways, I switched therapists because you can do that easily. And I made an appointment, but the therapist rescheduled. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I like have never been so upset with a company. This is a mental health company. Like this is people, this is a brand built off of therapy and you can't even do what you're supposed to do. Like, how are you about to have these therapists on your, within your site that don't show up to meetings are you kidding me like that is like the only thing you have to do and you can't even do that I am just like so unbelievably dissatisfied with that with that company and so I'm here to publicly say I do not support better help and after that all happened actually the brand deal that I was working on and begging for went through and my manager was like, okay, your better help sponsorship's like good to go for your podcast. And I was like, mm, actually, yeah, we're going to pass on that. Like it is ridiculous. I am not supporting something like that. So I'm just here to say, because I know so many influencers, um, do brand deals with it and they support it and they, you know, like promote it. And I, I actually like, I know people have good experiences. Avery had a good experience with BetterHelp. So people do have good experiences, but the amount of bad experiences that I've heard of after sharing my bad experience is unreal. Um, and it's like a very common thing. And I'm just, I want to put this out there because I know so many influencers who you guys probably look up to support it. And so you're like, okay, like I'm going to try this out. And it is not what it's made out to be at least not always. And so I just want to put that out there. Be careful what you trust. Like just because an influencer is supporting it does not mean that they've actually used it in firsthand, know that it's good. And it doesn't mean that it'll be good for you. So just a heads up. Yeah, I definitely am unhappy with that company and will not be supporting them. But I do hope that you guys can all find a way to get to therapy um, and do it for yourself. Make it a weekly or bi-weekly or monthly thing and just give yourself that time to explore your feelings and your traumas and heal yourself even if you're like oh I'm fine you can still benefit from it like having that time where you can just vent unfiltered unbiased just vent it's so helpful so I definitely recommend you guys go if you can and just find any way that you can to um 
get to a mental health professional. But I will say, if you're not too afraid to ask, which I was, so I totally get if you are. But if you are like, I need a therapist, but I don't have therapy. I mean, I don't have insurance and I can't afford a session. Try reaching out and asking for a discounted rate that you can afford because when I was searching for therapists I noticed that a lot of them mentioned that if you could not afford it to reach out and talk to them to figure out a rate that you could afford I think a lot of therapists are willing to work with you money-wise and I think if you find a good one that cares about you more than the money, which is sort of what you want, um, they'll give you a discounted rate. So, yeah. And also, don't be afraid of apprentices because, yes, I've only had one session, but I love my therapist. And she's an apprentice. Like, she is incredible. So, don't judge a book. Like, when I saw she was an apprentice, I was like, Ooh, okay. Like, I was like, I'm still going to go, but let's see how this goes. Like, but I mean, it was incredible. I loved her. Like, I'm so happy that I signed up with her. She's awesome. But anyways, that's it for today's episode. Um, I'm glad that I talked. I feel like this was a nice way to start my day. Um, but anyways, I'm going to finish my coffee. I have like two sips left and it's like freezing cold now. But anyways, <laughs> this podcast was worth it. I literally got my coffee cold for you guys. Um, song of the week. Let me, let me look real quick on my, on my playlist. Okay. Ooh, I know. It is All the Time by Bahamas. It's not a new song or anything, but I've just been really into it again recently. And yeah, that, that's that. I don't have a quote. I think I stopped doing quote of the week, but, uh. Yeah, I don't have a quote for you guys. Sorry about that. But anyways, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. 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 Make sure you follow me on all my other social medias. It's at Mosca on everything. And my um, Snapchat is S-O-P-H-E-R-R-R. And yeah, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you in my next episode. Bye.